This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will go over today's MLB card in just a bit. But first, Aaron, got a quick question for you. We haven't really had a chance to kind of go over our 4th of July celebrations, and I'm sure we'll get into that later in the program. But I do have one quick question pertaining to something that I did on Sunday. Now, I'm not a big brunch guy, but I was roped into brunch. And it was this really interesting place uh, in LA where you had these really tiny greenhouses that were no bigger than, say, dollhouses. Uh, but you climb in, you sit down, and then you know you're with you know two or three other people. And there was a pitcher of mimosas, and you know I never have mimosas in the morning. That's just not my thing. But I did, and I was exhausted after just a couple of glasses. Like, is something wrong with me? Be- what do you mean? Because I, I, you know, I had just a couple of glasses. I had cold brew with it, but after the brunch mm-hmm. was over, I'm like, I want to sleep for the next six hours. Hmm. You don't think that had anything to do with the food? No, I had a salad. A salad? This is outrageous. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's the why problem. You Maybe you didn't have enough yeah. in your system and the alcohol just no base. perhaps dehydrated yeah. <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I think mimosas give me a nice little vibe of energy. Like, obvious, you know, I like it. <laughs> I think it's refreshing. I love mimosas. So pick me up. All right. It was, it yeah. was salad and a poached egg, but that was about the extent of it. Okay, that's the hell it in a post. Oh, well, thank God you mentioned like you the post check. I was really there. worried about you. <laughs> yeah. I was Any yeah. bread? I don't. How Not do you really. go to brunch and get a they salad? They have carbs in LA? No, that's uh, the thing. They have two carbs, two whole carbs. Yes. Yes, net. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Man, that's okay. And we have to split it among a couple million people. I might drink a mimosa next segment. I've got some ready it, to go in the fridge. But honestly, <laughs> did they have pancakes or French toast there or just no? Is that a hard no oh, out there? No, yeah, you can have whatever you want. I mean, it, it wasn't a plentiful menu, uh, but, I mean, certainly you could have had your carb if you wanted it, but I just stuck with a salad and a poached egg. Mm. No bacon? Hmm. Oh, no. No, I don't eat bacon. Okay. Was there a lot of orange juice in it? Like, I like mine with a splash of orange juice. You can't have too much orange juice in the mimosa. Oh, I don't know, do do like, what ratio. First or last? Mm, usually last, so I can, well, I guess it Get depends. Get as much chips as you want. I just like yeah. to, yeah, I just like to make sure it's not 
Is too much orange juice. Is anybody a Bloody Mary over mimosa person? It depends. I've got to be in the right mood. If I'm hungover, I need a Bloody Mary for the next. If I'm like on vacation, hair up the dog, like let's get after it day two (laughs) and start with a Bloody Mary. (laughs) It's starting in a couple days. (laughs) Out at the pool. In the pool. Pool more mimosa or Bloody Mary. Yeah. Mm, I can't decide. I'll have both. It'll be fine. Best Bloody Mary I ever had actually had like uh-huh. a Guinness base. The bartender started with a Guinness base. Ooh. It was wow. delicious. I, you know, before I even asked the question, I knew that Paul was going to have a strong opinion on the Bloody Mary thing. Paul seems <laughs> like a Bloody Mary over mimosa guy for sure. A little Worcestershire sauce in there. 100%. Yes. Yeah. In yeah. Canada, oh. they make Bloody Marys with Clamato juice. Uh, yeah. Have you guys ever had that? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Bloody Caesar. Yeah, Caesar. Like they call them Caesars, not Bloody Marys. It's similar. Yeah, I guess so. With clam okay. juice in it, which sounds disgusting, yeah. but it's Real actually salty. good. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Just, yeah. I remember in my fridge as a kid, there would be a big can of V8 juice. <laughs> yes. That nobody would ever drink. But it was, yeah, I think it was just there for bloodies. Now I'm convinced. I, I think my grandmother had a big uh, can of V8, and it would always stay there untouched. Meanwhile, she was a big drinker of Tab. And so, you know, I'm, we would have my like, mom cans, basically. Cans of cans of tab. Yes, basically. <laughs> the energy yeah, she drink? loved her Tab. No, you don't no, remember the Tab, tab? like the, the, the sugar free soda. Yes. Uh, oh, bad diet. Okay. Or something. Yeah. yeah. It's pecan. Yeah. Oh, you guys remember Pepsi Cona? I... Pepsi Cona? No. no, but I remember Crystal Pepsi. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Crystal oh, Pepsi. Gosh. I actually like Crystal Pepsi. Clear. Oh, it was such a lunch that it was such a lunch like lunchbox surprise. It was amazing. Like, oh, water again. Oh, this is delicious. It was the best thing ever. Opening Pepsi the Cona. I like don't. That. I don't remember I this don't at know all. This is. I'm looking. It this lasted up. like a week. I, it was terrible. Oh, it was coffee flavored Pepsi. Oh, Ew. Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was only on the East Coast. Yeah. They tried it in late '90s. Okay. Oh, that's the problem. Oh, this looks yeah. awful. I did try Dr Pepper Zero. It was pretty good. Yeah. Never know okay. with these I've... new drinks Zeros. what you're gonna get. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Well, and there, it wasn't bad. And there's a difference between like the soda that you're going to have a la carte versus something you're going to be used for mixing. Like I, I never got to try Crystal Pepsi like mixing it in with something else. And maybe if it were marketed that way, then it would have had a longer shelf life. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. What's the What's the new uh, Sierra Mist Seven Up Sprite? What's the, that? It's everywhere all of a sudden. I didn't think that there was commercial, oh yeah, yeah commercials oh. constantly. Yeah, like it was in the NBA playoffs a lot. What the heck was yeah. that? Yeah, called? yeah. Sprite ripoff. Starry NBA. Starry. Mm-hmm. Starry. That's right. Yeah, I haven't had it yet. Yeah. That's everywhere now. But anyway, yeah. Like the the random guy who's made of liquid somehow playing basketball and it was so making weird. out with some. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Anyway, 
Uh, let's yeah. talk about baseball, shall we? Uh, today's MLB card. Is it weird that I want to start with the A's and the Tigers? I looked at that. No, yeah. you've got to talk about that. Okay. All right. I think there is some real value in backing Oakland here uh, for, for a variety of reasons. Number one, uh, Ken Waldachuk on the bump for Oakland. Uh, biggest Woba ex Woba difference in baseball among qualified pitchers. And so he's probably due for positive regression. Eduardo Rodriguez making his first start since May 28th because of a finger injury. And yet the A's are massive, massive underdogs here to the tune on BetMGM of, uh, what is it, plus 180 at last check? Mm -hmm. Yeah, plus 180 on the money line. I don't know if I want to go that far, but A's run line at minus 110. Joe, I think that's great value. Could you imagine laying 225 with Detroit against anybody? How much is Rodriguez even going to be out there before you get to that Tigers bullpen? Now, this is an mm -hmm. Oakland team that we know they can't hit. They can't do much of anything. But uh, I think that's the only bet that you can make. And uh, it's funny. We talked earlier about how San Francisco is off to an 0-2 start this week. They cannot hit. Um, the most popular team in Survivor, 30-some percent. And the team that I was considering was Detroit. So I don't feel as bad after seeing them lose yesterday to Oakland. I believe that was a 10-inning game. one nothing. Very that's exciting. Right. But it wouldn't surprise me if Oakland uh, were to take another game in this set. And, yeah, should Detroit be minus 225? No, no. And to your point, we haven't seen Rodriguez uh, in quite some time. So how long is he going to be in, and what's he going to look like? I thought the same thing about should the Tigers be this big of a favorite. So, But when I see Waldachuk, I do think – fade them so i was looking at first five run line but now the number it, there was a minus one at 105 but now it's that's gone minus 105 um it's minus half a run at minus 160 or you got to go minus one and a half which i'm seeing at plus money so i i like the minus one at minus 105 and now i'm not so sure i'm i might just stay away <laughs> Because I do, mm -hmm. I do like to fade Waldachuk uh, first five. I don't have a problem with that, but I just don't like the number anymore. What what I'm being offered? Here's the other question to think about specifically with this game, and I guess the state of the Tigers in general is Eduardo Rodriguez going to be traded because the Tigers are out of this. You know, I, I get they're in a really bad division, but I I don't see them really being contention. I I'm starting to think that the AL Central you do have a separation here. I do think that the Twins and the Guardians are of a different echelon than everybody else. And it may come down to those two ball clubs as far as who wins that division. And then everyone else should consider figuring out, you know, what pieces are tradable and how to think about next season and all of that stuff. And to me, I think the Tigers are part of that, that latter group. And so with that ace, is it something where you want to put them on a pedestal within reason? You don't want to hurt the guy. But is it something where you have them out there just a little bit longer just to make them a more appealing trade piece? So in his rehab start last week, his only rehab start, he went four and a third and naturally looked sharp. That's why he's back. So, yeah, I do wonder how long is he going to be out there? It's worth noting. So if we're going to try and justify this price, like why are we at Detroit minus 225? It's because in his 11 starts pre-injury, Rodriguez was awesome in a 2-1-3 ERA. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they're, I, they're absolutely – I would think that they're going to showcase them. Are they a year away? Do you keep Rodriguez around? Like, 
I don't, no, I don't think so. So if they could get some sort of a haul, even though it's a division, hey, does anybody want it? You're right. The Tigers are out of it. So I, I would expect those these next few starts to be vital uh, as far as that goes because, like we've talked so many times, so many teams are in it. It's a short list of sellers that we're going to have here, and the Tigers are on that short list, and the Tigers have a starting pitcher. So it's funny. I mean, this changes week to week. The last time we were on the air, we were making the case for the Cubs. Like, would you still make that case for the Cubs this morning? Like, maybe we're back to them being sellers. When they were sellers, then maybe they're going to buy. And so I, I'm sure it's going to flip a few more times for a few other teams by the time we get <laughs> to the end of July. Thankfully, we have an all-star break for us to take a deep breath and figure out who is a yeah. true buyer and who is a true seller, specifically when it comes to the uh, AL and NL Central divisions. Uh, Aaron, who's on your card today? I was also looking at Phillies at Rays and backing Walker. Nine and three with a 393 ERA. The Phillies have won six of their last eight games. He's been really good. Um, so I'm looking at Phillies first five at plus 110. Walker, I mentioned the 393 ERA. His expected ERA, 419. And his ex-fit 437. So I don't think he's due for regression. I think, you know, it's a good opportunity to back him. He's been really good. Hmm. Makes right. sense to me. Did you look at this Joe, one? what you got? All right. This is going to – I know there's going to be a disagreement on the panel because when I first looked at it, I was uh, on the opposite side of what I'm going to – of the case that I'm going to make right now. <clears throat> But I am going to make a case for backing the Chicago White Sox and Lance Lynn as a slight home dog against Toronto and Barrios. Now, Lynn has been better of late over overall. Like, you're not expecting, in most cases, a quality start. But the strikeout numbers have been good. The walks have been down. The thing is, he's going to give up a homer or two. But I'll say this. The White Sox offense has looked much better of late in the last week, their third and weighted runs created plus. They have a 383 on base. And they do have a lot of history against Barrio since he spent so much time in this division. Vaughn, Aloy, Benintendi, they all hit Barrio swell. So I, I'm considering that. And you look at a couple of Nate Merrifield and Chapman, they've had trouble over the years against Lynn. So I think we could actually make a case for backing one of our LOLs, which I know. There's no way Paul Aspen's gonna gonna defend. No, I, I like that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like that bet a lot. But I do have a quick question here for you, Joe. Yeah. When it comes to Lance Lynn starts, it does feel like that even when he struggles, he's out there for a while. You know, he does eat up innings. You know, to the mm -hmm. tune of five, six, something like that. How much of that do you think is Lynn wanting to get those innings and you know, sort of? having him get out of his own trouble and how much of that is say bullpen woes and running out of options. Oh, it's a bit of column A and column B. He, he's the workhorse. He's out there for a hundred plus pitches every single time. Uh, there's not as much conversation with him as opposed to other starters around the league. Like third time through the order, you've got to yank him immediately. Uh, you know, he's, he's going to be out there. And so he ends up, getting some runs in the, in the final box score doesn't always look as appealing, but he is racking up seven to eight strikeouts. A couple starts ago, we saw him get 16 punch outs 
in one game. So I, it's going to be hot here again here on the south side of Chicago. So I, I think the White Sox offense that has been turning a corner, this guy with uh, that they have good history against, I'm fine back in the White Sox as an underdog today. Nicely done. Like this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we continue our conversation pertaining to our MLB card. And is it time a former list of loser guy gets a little bit of credit? Maybe we need to start being nice to him. We'll explain right here on the BetQL Network.